Nation. <laughs> here we are. This is episode 388 of No Laugh Track Podcast. I am here with Mike E. Winfield, who was hey. here back. Mike, tell me when you were here again. Uh, December. December. Of tw- 2019, which some would say was a decade ago. Yeah. Others would say is less than a year ago. So, right. Yeah. Uh, a lot has happened. As you just said to me, um, you know, we did we recorded a podcast back in December. Uh, has a lot happened to you and I? Maybe, maybe not a ton. A lot has happened in the world. Yeah. We got a lot of catching up to do because of that. Yeah. I know that, uh, I know just from following you on social media that, well, like, like every comedian, you probably had stuff on the schedule. You didn't get to it. In March and April oh, yeah. and May and June and July and August. So right. let's go back, Mike. First of all, last night was great. Let me congratulate you on hey, the thank you. set last night. Thank you. And yeah. then I want to start with how did how were things let's go back to March. How how were March. things looking for you before everything shut down? Okay, so how how was twenty twenty supposed to go? All right. Well, twenty twenty and I won't even dig into everything is how dark twenty twenty has been on such a disaster route yeah but as far as you know i'm on calendars things are just steady and normal and all of that i'm sitting on some big huge stuff because i'm uh about a year last october heartbeat approached me about creating my sitcom and they brought me in and um uh, so I'm sitting on that news knowing, okay, we're going to work up with that. They're going to pair me with a writer and all that. And all that was amazing. All that is still in the process and it's going great. I but, saw you posted just the other day. You're still, you're still meeting with networks, yes, right? Yes, yes, Like awaiting news as we speak, right? So, um, all that I had, you know, and it was great. And then you start getting the calls around March when like, oh yeah, we don't, we're going to, um, we're going to stop this. All right, this is, we're going to postpone this. And they were moving it like two weeks. And then it was like canceled. And then it was like gone. And then it was like, when will the world resume? Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting in front of my wife watching marriage shows every single day now. You know, Married at First Sight, 90 Day Fiance, Love Island, Paradise Hotel. You know, it was like, this is really insane. And then I discovered um, Zoom shows along the way. Yeah. Um. Depending on how it is, it's either a disaster or less of a disaster. <laughs> and well, you're talking about the one like you were doing them from your own home. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's the bonus. Yes, true. I'm sitting in my own home. I saved a lot on travel and going to places. But then I'm like, damn, I miss the travel. I miss the solitude of being on a flight and just having my mind wander. Yeah. Empty hotel rooms because my house is far from empty. It's like people staring at you, and we inherit people. Uh-huh. And it's my, you know, I'm trying to work out jokes of my wife. Meanwhile, she's on the other side of the laptop while I'm trying to work out this joke. <laughs> That's never a positive route to go about it. And, um... And now we find ourselves here in August where I get a feel that stuff is, you know, opening, you know, other than California. California is on some shutdown craziness, but limited capacity around the world. And I see light. I saw. And I agree. I agree. Things are things are looking better. We're not we're not obviously not in the clear. That's for damn sure. But things things are looking better. The shows are open here. And if you don't want to come, as I mentioned to someone on your Facebook the other day, if people, you know, no more is there an excuse of when when you post 
uh, hey, I'm doing the week at Acme. And people are like, oh, I wish I could. Uh-uh, uh-uh-uh. No more right. excuse. Right. Get a Zoom ticket. And see, this is why Zoom is different here. When I'm doing it in front of my laptop, all I have is my back wall. Sometimes I'll open up and try to do it. But here, you get multi-cameras. Three cameras. Three cameras. You, like, are watching a real show. Yeah. Which is, like, Yeah, they're okay. utilized. That's it's different. It's not just a shot from the back of the room. It's right. left, the right, yeah. And I asked Josh about the sales last night for Zoom just because I was curious. And he was like, oh, yeah, we, we sell them. You know, and they put a limit on it so people don't just... I don't know the reason. I can assume reasons. <laughs> but, yeah, it was great. I've been watching uh, – I obviously, I came to the show last night for uh, – obviously because Ashley and I are huge fans of yours, but also because it was the funniest person contest oh, yeah. that we do here yearly at Acme. So it was a great – so last night was the first time I've been here for a live show since pre-March. you know March. Wow. Yeah. However, I haven't missed a headlining show. You know, because I've been staying home and watching on Zoom. So last right. night was my first night out. It felt just like you on stage saying it felt great to be out, stretch your legs, have a crowd, live crowd in front of you. It felt great to be yeah. here in the audience. Yeah, it was yeah. great to see you guys. Uh-huh. You know, and when I see you, you remind me of the relationship bag, like the material of jumping into those yeah. conversations. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, that stuff. And it was fun to be able to transition because. The way I opened up was about Minneapolis having a lot of elephants. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm glad I got to, you know, touch on things, but got to what I really ju- enjoy discussing. Now, it's, so you've been spending so much time at home with your wife, with Stepman. He's, yes. still, he's still at home? Stepman is, but he's working his way out because he has his part-time job Uh-oh. now. And now he's looking for his own, like whereabouts to live i'm like okay you know cross the street next door hey let's let's try the real world out to a degree wow yeah think of all the material that could lead to so that's the kind of what i'm getting to is so this kind of means you've been spending more time at home than you have yes and how many years really i don't know but no you're right right a lot of years so you're seeing different things i am i've been walking my dog (laughs) You know, that's something that stopped during me touring all the time. Yeah. Now I'm like walking my dog every single day. And I'm like, okay, look at that. That's probably the time you can get those, the solitude. I mean, you're with the dog, but no, no, no. Well, no, why not? She comes. My wife comes. Oh, we do everything together. (laughs) Yeah. We watch television together all day. We (laughs) eat together. She doesn't work. So she's home with me. And please tell me we're on the camera just directly on my face. (laughs) 24 hours a day. And guess what? I still don't spend enough time with her because (laughs) guess who has to be on his phone? Oh my God. Can now, since you said that, what, when, how do you, how do you respond to that? Um, if you're uh, I, if you're ever accused of maybe spending a little too much time on your phone, okay. Look, I shouldn't say this out loud because this is going to go somewhere. And what I've been able to do is withdraw feeling. I have sucked emotion out of interactions because oh. I know that this is not. I'm to blame for a lot of stuff, Uh but if I let every interaction affect me, I'm going to lose my mind. So sometimes I invest in it like um, I'm here, 
I know how the person should be that's going through this, but I'm not going to just let it destroy me. So I listen because a lot of times this phone thing, being on the phone all the time thing is interesting because if we go like a day back and I take notes now, like I write mental notes, she'll be on her phone all day. But, oh, I can't bring that up. Oh, because then that'll spiral into a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, really, Mike? Because is that what we're going to turn this into? Is a competition? Oh, you get to spend and I don't, or vice oh, versa? Yeah, you don't man. want that, right? Right. That's the replies. Oh, is this right. a tit for tat? You don't want to get in the tit for tat, right? Right. 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 And it's, I, I, I've done this before. I've been here before, and it's just <laughs> like, okay, you have to do what's best for your well-being and mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And that I no longer have time to myself, you know, it just, it, it can get difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I've uh, I've spent more time at home in the last, you know, six months as well. Yeah. And those, ti- those times happen. And I, I've made the mistake of, because um, I've had the accusations of spending too much time on my phone. Just saying it's for work certainly doesn't work. No. But if I'll say, like, uh, well, no, this is a really, uh, you know, really, like I had to collect some unemployment at some point this summer, you know, and I'm like, I'm doing the paperwork. It doesn't matter. No. She doesn't want to hear that shit. No. It doesn't matter I, I how even, important to me it is. I even said, you're on your phone right now. She's like, I'm on my phone because you're on your phone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's no way to win. Uh-uh. So my point is why even attempt to compete? Yeah. Just, you know what? Just go with it, de-escalate, <laughs> and then find your spots and find your time, and hopefully, you know, there'll be happier times ahead. De-escalate, de-escalate and evacuate. <laughs> so last night, uh, you know, we went to the show. I, we need to talk about the – I mentioned the contest. We need to talk about who won. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But I want to throw this at you here. So we're, we get home from the show last night, and uh, – my wife's on her phone. Well, we both are. We're catching up on things from, you know, throughout the night when we were here, not on our phones, watching a comedy show. Uh, so I look over. We're on the couch next to each other. I look over, and she's watching these couples, uh, these videos of these couples on, I don't know, it was on Facebook or what. It doesn't matter. And I was like, what are you, what are you watching? And it's this couple that are like, they have, I don't know, tens of thousands of followers, and they're goofing on each other. They're just this happy, fun right. couple. That do videos on social media. And I was like, what do you, what, what is this? And she, this is her quote. I follow these marriages on social media because it's how, how I want my marriage to be. Wow. Oh. 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 You, I, I, you know what? This is how I feel about that. What people do like many people, is document the positive. Yes! It's the same way a lot of the stuff I talk about on stage is the negative. Yes! That doesn't mean we don't have positive times. Yes! Oh, God. Uh-huh. When, when will the ears open up to realize that nothing is, like, perfect? And that's why I jumped into this piece that I'm working on, and I feel like the entire week I have it, is that how we measure our relationships are different. And I feel yes. like women. I, last night, yes. Yeah. I feel like ladies, they go into it many in a form of like using happiness, which is tied to emotion. And man, if every day you're like, Dude, am I happy with this? Am I? No, you're not going to be because it's not normal to be happy about a relationship yeah. every single second. Yeah. It's just 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not. <laughs> I want you guys to be more like that mixed race couple I follow on Instagram. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Right. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to bring up when I get home today? I'm going to be like, you know, how about that couple that had that TV show on HGTV where they, like, flipped houses, and they were the happiest couple? Yeah. Now they're doing the show separately, aren't they? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, they had the perfect relationship, like, making millions, yeah. doing a TV show, creating shit. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about Will and Jada. Everyone was like, "We well, I want to be like Will and Jada. Do you really? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Do we? It's a little grimy in the household. Uh-huh. If that's the lifestyle you want to live, hey. <laughs> Uh-huh. So yeah, man, stop all this comparing because it's all fake. All of this is fake. It's not real. Yeah, understand it. They're not posting the bad times. No, no, of course not. So before we started recording, you asked me uh, to clarify what a Minnesota goodbye is. Yes, yeah. yes, because someone said I did that on this show I did this morning. They, so you were guilty of it, or you witnessed one? They know we. I was a part of it. Oh, but I didn't know what it meant. And you didn't know what it meant. So yeah. So what it means? <laughs> and I is, looked back at the video, and I still didn't know. And now tell me. Yeah, it's it's a it's saying goodbye that ends up lasting twenty minutes, thirty <laughs> minutes, forty minutes. Uh, you said goodbye in that first minute. And then 10,000 conversations start. <laughs> and they're, um, a lot of times they're meaningless. They're just like, sometimes it'll be like, oh, hey, by the way. It's those, it can be those last second things that you meant to mention to somebody. I got to squeeze this one in. But a lot of times they're just nonsense. Oh, and God, people, I don't right. know if it's because people have such a hard time saying goodbye. But they can go on forever. That's and when you're the, you know, the patriarch of a family and you're trying to lead it, get everyone into the car, yeah. le- let's say leaving grandma's house or something, right. and the goodbye goes forever. It's like, I went out and started the car. It's December. I went and started the car uh, 20 minutes ago to warm it up. Well, now it's been an hour and the car freaking turned off. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's cold again. Yeah. I've really right. had that happen during a Minnesota goodbye. Oh, man. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Yes. Yeah. So you, there's... You didn't grow up with some something similar? No, man. My dad in particular, you should see how he gets off the phone. He's like, all right, well, that's it. Bye. <laughs> that's how my dad When he's off. done, it's yeah, done? Yeah, when it's done, it's done. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. how we leave places when I was with my dad. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah. My mom, man. Oh, man. Those are like those soft memories for the past. Oh, heartbreak. Well, but, yeah, that's what that was. She took... We would be on the phone another hour after we said bye. (laughs) It's like, all right, man. I just, I started planning for it. Because I used to get to this point where I'm like, we're just not going to get off the phone. Uh -uh. And then I'm like, okay, just just dedicate an extra hour of knowing this is how it's going to be. And then it's all good. Yeah. I would be the one, like, bringing up meaningless conversations. Like, what about this? This. So, yeah. Yep, I like that. Um, so it, w- before we started recording, like I, you were like, "Wow, nothing's changed. They had not that much has happened." And I disagree because we have not. I don't believe we have ever talked about you working on a TV show that I have now watched with Gary Busey. Right. This funny Mike that- E. Winfield and Gary Busey. Unbelievable. Yeah, what a pairing. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting because we didn't even discuss that last time. Like I record stuff like years ago and always forget until it pops up, and yeah. I'm like, right. So this show is called Gary Busey Pet Judge. He is a judge who rules on court cases, and I am his trusty bailiff. (laughs) Yes, I keep the court in order. And when I talk about randomness, because this is unscripted, 
they didn't even tell me what to do. So I'm on set. I didn't know what to do. You know, I'm like, I've seen other bailiffs on other shows, but what do you do? If a fight breaks up, do I go choke the dog? Like, I don't know what to do. You know, and I was looking at him mostly because he was saying some just out of the box nonsense, you know. He's and, the best. Yeah, and he just had a, not a mallet. What do you call that gavel? thing? A gavel. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what am I doing right now? This was so fun. Because it was so unpredictable, and he's a special guy. I didn't know, have history on him. You oh, know? people yeah. were telling me stuff as I was going through the process, and they people were like, go, "You know why he's like that?" Man, I've heard every single story. I've heard a lot, and um, um, to this day, we don't know if the court, the the cases were real or fake. But he ruled on each one of them, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's do, have you have you read the uh review like any of the reviews oh uh, no um, right that was on netflix right no that was on amazon, oh, amazon prime, prime right amazon prime. yeah so uh one of them basically said like i can't tell if gary knew what was going on <laughs> here i have it here i think uh yeah uh having met you know blah, blah, blah. although the cases are fictive fictive hmm it is not immediately clear whether or whether Gary is aware of this or not, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it didn't. It just didn't. It was like, what? And he was ruling, and he was rhyming, and he was acronyming everything. Yeah, the acronyms the are acronyms. unbelievable. And I was like, how did, how did I land here? How did I end up a bailiff on a pet court case show? How I, you know how how was it pitched to you? Like, hey, they're looking for somebody for this. Um, I I like what was the description given to you? I guess that's what I want to know. I believe that there was just some email because I didn't audition, and after looking at it, there was nothing to audition for. It was like I was just. Ca- saying saying Cas- whatever I wanted to say. Casual bailiff. Yeah. <laughs> it was just an email with an offer. And I was like, oh, wait, I need a job. I want to get paid. Um, six episodes, I'm in. Yeah. And, and Ian, uh, another former No Laugh Track guest, Ian Abramson, yeah. was part of it as well, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And he just went out there and uh, was in the moment. It's a lot of life, just be in the moment. So when they start, when, uh, you know, TV start. TV shows go back into production and everything. When When is season two going to be recorded? Great question. People want it. They want the show. So it feels to me like um, as soon as it's uh, <laughs> it's able to be, you know. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first one was about a cat that died and whether they wanted to put it in a, the lady's mausoleum. Yeah, right. It was re- <laughs> and the cat's name was <laughs> Mouse Tongue. <laughs> It so was stupid. Yeah, man, we had like uh I think we had like a I think a dog that had a wheel on the back. We had all t- ostriches. It was all types of animals in there, man. And- <laughs> Did they have to check to see if you had pet allergies before you man, was man, that you know the what? criteria? No allergies. I guess I was just supposed to tell them cuz they didn't ask. <laughs> but it was like custody battles over the the animals which i'm like okay i could see that happening i guess and the way he ruled yeah it wasn't ever finalized 
Like the way he ended the court cases were like, and then the world must go on. This is Gary Busey, pet <laughs> judge. And that was it. And I'm like, wait, who won? The, the whole world, someone needs to tell the world they're in on it, right? <laughs> hey, man, it was funny because, yeah, a lot of the people, when they were getting interviewed on their way out, they were like, I'm not sure if I won or if I lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so great uh, uh. um the other show that i uh i actually watched it this morning the you did an episode of a show on net this one is on netflix, netflix. cooked with cannabis Cooked with cannabis yeah you know what's interesting i've never like even outwardly been the weed guy like that yeah you know? i was like what is yeah right get, how did they what right you know I could say from time to time I have dabbled, you know, yeah. and uh, this was just such an interesting concept. They were putting it in food, professional chefs. Yeah. And when I talk about what an experience, you know, um, these guys were so talented at mixing up these, you know, meals and ingredients. But what I it's think. It's a THC fusion. Yes. Huh? Yeah, right. They were fancy with the, mm-hmm. the wordplay. Yeah. But I, I think. I overdid it, and what I mean by overdid it is I wanted to the show to have, like, real-life effects. So instead of waiting for the food to kick in, like I know it would when you do edibles, it would take a few hours. Yeah. Um, we uh, started up the party early. You did? Yeah, okay, we started up the this. party early. So when I got on there, and I'm not so used to how that feels because I'm still new to the game. And, um, yeah, man, we were spacing out. We were really zoning off and coming back, and it just was. So I didn't get all the effects of the food. The okay. food that I tasted was like, oh, this is good. I could tell you what the taste, but as far as the THC, that didn't happen until I left. Was it your home? Yeah, <laughs> I left, and then I'm like, okay, now this is the food. I'm feeling the food. Effects. So that I mean, the episode you're on, see, I, it's the only one I watched. It was only about 20 minutes long. Oh, was it? Yeah. So I assume they were trying to make that maybe to put it on television for some commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but how it was for Netflix when we recorded it, they said Netflix that interesting. Yeah, with well, how, and- how long? How was it? Just one day to do a 20 minute show? It was one day, and I mean, it has we to take would- a while to do all the cooking. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we were there. I mean, they timed things, but it felt like it was over. Like it was like two hours for the taping. Yeah. So we were there for a while. It was just a lot of cuts. Yeah. A lot of cuts and editing. Sure. Brooks Whelan was there. Yeah, yeah. Another, oh, another podcast right. favorite here. Right. We had a blast. Wild, wild. Um as someone from California, I mean you probably have many more if you wanted to dabble in more uh fancy no. edibles. Yeah, it's it's fun. I've done shows. That's how I kind this is how it happened. I did some show called the Cannabis and Comedy Show. Okay. And this lady just reached out to me directly. I think it was cuz my hair, you know? So I booked a show and then there were all these vendors. And that's literally how I started. And they just handed all this stuff and I was just like, "Okay, I have it." And I wasn't touching any thing at that point but then it was like a month later and i looked at my wife i'm like what's the point of having a closet full of weed if you're not gonna just experiment why am i not doing it after all these years of life so i tried it yeah and i did what um people typically do on the first thing i I overdid it you know i had this um thc infused soda oh yeah i drink half of it i'm like all right i'm gonna take it easy it's two hours later i don't feel anything 
I'm like, all right. So I finished the can. Bottoms up. Mistake. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking an hour later. I'm crying. Oh, no. Like no. real genuine tears. No. And it felt good. It felt like I was releasing pain and emotion. And I was telling my wife how much I love her. And then all these dark secrets were trying to come out. And I was like, don't say that shit out loud. No. And then I'm watching TV and I'm attracted to every person on TV. Like, oh my God. And then that was like this inner dark lust that was trying to escape. And then my wife, she took advantage of me. And that's why we're not right to this day. Out of nowhere, we're having regular conversation, laughing, joking. I'm like, I love you. She's like, I love you, Michael. And then out of nowhere, she's like, have you ever cheated on me? Because she knew that I was like spilling all the truth. And I like was taken back like... <gasps> And then I told her, I was like, no, and why would you do this to me right now? Damn. And I kept crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then I confronted her the next day, like, why would you do that to me in my most vulnerable state? And she's like, it was nothing. I was joking. I'm like, no, that wasn't a joke at all. You took advantage of me. And that's why I learned moving forward, if I ever smoke weed or do anything, I'm going to do it with someone I trust. <laughs> and it's not my wife. <laughs> So I don't do it at home, man, because I don't trust her. Mike, we're having such a great moment. I love you so much. Do you have a secret bank account I don't know about? She really went for it, and then she tries to downplay it to this day, and I'm like, no, you know what you were doing. You know. Damn. Yeah. Was, so, she, was she smoking too? She see, I, I had did that soda, so I was oh, the soda. Edible. That's right, yeah. And she, I think she took like a hit or something, and she was familiar. She had smoked weed before, so she took a uh, a vape hit. But yeah, man, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow. You have to be wow. careful. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you yeah. trust everybody. <laughs> you got to make sure you trust the person you do that with. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so awesome. I need to know what was going on. I saw some pictures in your uh, like Instagram timeline. You did a show where everybody was wearing headphones. Oh, man. What okay. was that? So now in the time of like figuring things out, this is probably one of the best shows I've done. Also, um, it was in Sacramento. I don't know if you've ever heard of the silent disco. So what they do... I saw this first at colleges where they would have a room full of college students. Everyone would have headphones on and they would have different music inside of the headphones. And you just, you know, dancing the different stuff. Well, they put that and translated it into a comedy show. So uh, we're maxed out at like 80 capacity. And then you have everyone with headphones, including the comedians, and your jokes are literally going right into the headphones. And we did this show outdoor. So now you have eliminated heckling because you can't hear anyone, you know. Yeah. The driving and the outside noise is gone. Everyone has these soundproof headphones, which is phenomenal. It's so intimate because you're in each person's direct ear. Like, I was literally like, who has on red panties? <laughs> like, you were right in their ear, and it was so every word counted yeah because the you're so dialed in and as far as your point coming across in a comedy show nothing is missed you know like you get it at live shows chain reaction laughter people are laughing and missing stuff yeah and missing stuff and then they see it again and they're like oh that part no every single thing 
just dialed in. This was at a club called Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. That's actually my the first club I ever performed at. Nice. Yeah. But, so can people in the audience hear the laughter coming through like your mic or anything? No. No. So so they're only hearing you. They're only hearing me. And if you're outside of this and you're just watching, you're just hearing a crowd of people laughing in unison. And you're like, what is what is going on there? Why? Why do they look like aliens? Because they all had, you know, it was like space and then they all had this green bright light. Yeah. Headphones. It was, it was something that I could see potentially catching on. Yeah. I want to. I'd like to try that and see what that's like. It was fun. Did you th- Did you consider doing like some of that? Uh, what is it? ASMR with that sound shit that you know people <laughs> like. Like grab some potato chips and like really slowly <laughs> crunch them, or uh, you know, you know I, or you lick your lips, or you know, you do some sort of sound that people just like love. It, you know, one of the things that the uh, manager of the club said is, "Hey, Mike, um, don't yell. You don't have to." <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's half of my act. <laughs> I love to yell. And so it it gave me such a range. I was able to, like, really, you know, talk low and then, you know, pull the mic away. Yeah. That's fine. That's very cool. I, uh, I can, I'm going to give a warning to people that are watching co- the Zoom shows. Here's a warning. I did something the other night, and I, I, I still can't believe I did it. It was it was a very honest mistake. I connected to a Zoom comedy show. This there's this company, K K O Comedy, I think they are. Yes. And uh, I I clicked. Uh, I'm on their mailing list now, and I clicked a link to watch the show they were doing just this Monday night. Jackie Cation. Yeah. No laugh track and Acme regular. Uh, I love K O Comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, keep going. Yeah. So they were, it wasn't one of their showcase ones where it's like everybody's doing ten minutes. This was like more set up. Like so, Jackie was a headliner and did like a headliner set. Oh wow. So I t- so I I, I uh, connected. There was a feature that they introduced as a feature. I watched her set. Then uh, then Jackie came on. I watched that. It was really great. But when I first connected with the feature, um, I was watching for I don't know a few minutes. Ashley, my wife, was sitting on the couch over here, and she was watching something else on, you know, on her phone. As we talked about, that tends to happen. <laughs> and uh, she said, she, I, I, I was listening to what I was watching and kind of like hearing what she was watching, and out of nowhere, I go, "Oh, is that what you think?" Answering her phone. Is that what you think? Mm. All of a sudden, I see a message on my phone. It says, you have now been muted. With this message pops up in bold letters, please do not talk to the performers, exclamation point. <laughs> I'm like, I, no, no, so no, So you no. were in the Zoom room with your mic and ha- on. And had no idea. And didn't know. And had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That can't happen here, though, which is good for these shows. Correct. set up so great. But, yeah. For those Zoom shows, If you're yes. watching a Zoom show uh, that's being presented from Acme, you are not connected with your uh, – There's you don't have any audience. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. For regular, like, other Zoom shows, yeah, I've been heckled by kids running in the background. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's things to be aware of. But we appreciate when people have their mics on because we can hear laughter. Yeah. That's everything. I, I think – you know what they should have done i, I is be, is asked me if i i guess maybe the default shouldn't be having the mic open yeah that's, they should have started strange. closed and then asked me if i wanted to you know uh, yeah. participate in laughing yeah. and i don't know if i would have but just to be surprised like that yeah, I you were terrible. just on right and then i like i looked i was like who's scolding me here and i looked up to see who it was <laughs> i've heard conversations <laughs> yeah right like oh Oh, let's mute them. They don't yeah. want us to hear this. Yeah, so uh, let that be a warning. Uh, check that little mute and uh, 
make sure you're uh, <laughs> not right. not uh, not contributing audio when you're not supposed to be. Right. So, uh, is there anything else we should be like? What is there anything else coming up that you have? Obviously, like I've mentioned, you should watch these shows on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Most importantly, come to your shows here at Acme. Yeah. While you're here, you can either come in person, where everyone's socially distant and socially distanced and very safe, uh, or you can watch on Zoom. Yeah. You know, the thing about last night, which was so great for me, was pace. I'm typically not that slow, you know? And I enjoyed that rhythm of literally living in this moment and just taking the time. Yeah. Like, I told uh, Josh last night, I'm like, man, if I make it to 45, I'll be lucky. I timed out at 60. I was going to say, you did more than 45. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was because there was just no rush. There was like, let's just enjoy this while we're here and laugh. And the audience was so great. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, the best crowd, man. And it just was a reminder that um, the first night can start off great and the rest of the week can suck. <laughs> Let's make sure that doesn't happen, folks. Uh, oh, my God. I, I can't believe I, I can't finish this without congratulating Lisa Evanson, who's now the uh, funniest person in the Twin Cities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. Right. So she, there were, what, five finalists last night, I believe? Five or six? Five? Brandon? Sure. Five? Yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, everybody was good. The first guy went over his time. I heard. I didn't see him. I was in and out the room, so yeah. I didn't really see. He was good, too. Yeah. He went over his time, and I think that counts against you if I'm right. Yeah, half off your points if you go over your time. So wow. Let that be a lesson as well. Uh, keep keep track of that light. But congratulations to Lisa. Um, she won. Got a $1,000 prize. Wow. Gets that title. Is that right? That was 1000 Good thousand. for her. Yeah, how much you make last night? Man, right? I don't <laughs> think it was 1000 It was cool because she came out afterwards, and she kind of lagged behind, and she was one of the last people to leave. And she said that about seven years ago, she came to the show when she was a sophomore in college when I was headlining, and she said that she was sitting with her then-boyfriend, and somehow him and I got into a conversation about him having a virgin sex on the beach. And she said, I just went on in him for like five to ten minutes of straight. <laughs> and I I can instantly see where I might have went yeah, yeah. for virgin sex on the beach. <laughs> and I, I could just see it. So it's funny how, like, you just don't even know who you've, you know, connected with. Right. It's interesting. Like yeah, that. isn't that cool? Uh, that's, it, it is. Uh... You know what? Let's wrap this up with uh, her tweet about last night because I really like this when I saw this today. This is from Lisa Evanson. You can follow her. She's uh, at 7ISA. It looks like what it is. If you go to Acme's uh, Twitter, you'll find her. Uh, she she tweeted, I'd like to thank my parents, God and Imodium, for their support and ability to stop nervous bowels so I could win the Acme's Funniest Person contest tonight. From the bottom of my heart and bum, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh-huh. That is great. And as someone who gets that nervous belly sometimes when I have to be, you know, do something important or whatever, I, I-, I can relate to right. that. I can relate to that sentiment. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I remember those feelings. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you again, Mike. Let's do this again. You, you know, you're on that yearly schedule here at Acme, so yeah. let's do this again. Yeah, absolutely. In, let's do this again in 2021, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, there'll be, you know, we'll be in a different spot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We right. will. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. All right.